This episode's friendship category is hometown friends. We'll explore reconnecting with an old hometown friend or maybe even making a new friend uh, from your own definition of hometown. Uh, But for me, I can define a hometown friend as someone who shares a lot of history with you. You know, someone who grew up in a similar situation as you might not be specifically from your town, but someone who has that same nature that you grew up with. I think it's important to note that they're often friends you make from situations out of your control, being that it's a friend you might have gone to church with, maybe lived on the same street with, or attended school with. It could be a friend of the family or someone you know because of parent figures, but they're often somewhat controlled or created by someone outside of your relationships, which can make it a little bit difficult to navigate as an adult, whether you're reconnecting or just maintaining a friendship from your hometown. Interesting. Yeah, I think that hometown is very different for everybody. And it's important to realize that your definition of hometown may differ from ours. So as we discuss this, feel free to factor that into your own internal thoughts. Um, But Macy, what's your overall opinion on this category? I'm not the biggest fan of the hometown friend, but that's because growing up, my childhood just did not facilitate an environment where a hometown friendship could be made and really thrive. I'm an only child, and I come from a divorced home, so I spent every other weekend traveling between Houston and San Antonio to visit my dad on certain weekends, but live with my mom and my stepdad full-time during the week. It just made it really hard to have a set routine and a set schedule where hometown friendships could really be made. I was really close to my cousins growing up because, again, being an only child, that was really the only you know, time I could have a kid in my life that I would for sure be guaranteed to see at least a few times a year. But even then, you know, they came from divorced homes too, so seeing each other on holidays or birthdays was sometimes a hit or miss. And I just think that my environment just wasn't very social and it wasn't very organized where I could guarantee, you know, who I would be seeing, who would be attending certain events, and how I would be able to grow a friendship in that sense. Of course, I had friends at school. I had friends that lived on my street But outside the classroom, outside the bus ride home, it was really difficult to have anything that was more meaningful um, from a friendship standpoint. I think a lot of adults can relate to that. If you moved around a lot, if you come from a broken home, or maybe you just never fit into your hometown, you might want nothing to do with anyone from back in the day. And I think that that's a completely healthy mindset to have. It's also important to realize that growing up, your friendships are so facilitated by your parents or any adult figures in your life. I have to say that my stepdad was like the most antisocial person I've ever met. So a lot of times people used to tell me, oh my gosh, you know, you're so shy. Like Macy's her little high voice and she never really talks. And it's like, well, yeah, because my stepdad literally never has anyone over. They don't go out and do anything. Like, what was I supposed to be talking about? Like, I wasn't around conversationalists, you know? And, of course, that affected how my personality was as a child. But as I became an adult, I realized, hey, I'm actually really social. I love going out. I like having a friend group. And that's something that had to be discovered on my own. And I think that that's the nice thing about getting older, particularly coming from, like, a divorced home, you suddenly can start reclaiming your social life. I will say that all my good friends from back in the day that I have reconnected with, we're actually closer now than we ever were then. And that's simply because as I became older, I was able to take control of my schedule and define who I wanted to be as a person and what I was looking for in my friendships. I really was no longer 
having to base my social life on someone else's calendar. And I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. You know, whatever your parents did, that's probably what you did. So whoever they were friends with, it's probably who you were friends with. And if you came from a divorced home, you might not have really any hometown friends to reconnect with. And that's perfectly okay. But Ryan, you have a completely different perspective on the hometown friend. Would you like to share your experience with everyone? Thanks, Macy. Yeah, when I look back at my hometown friend experience, it's definitely more of a positive one, particularly because I was very privileged to grow up in a household that was together and, and very supportive of making friends and you know going out and doing activities that would make friends. I even had a close-knit friend group, and to this day, we're still fairly good friends, although, as you said, things tend to happen as you grow up and grow apart and it's certainly tough to keep everything together but I will say that just the overall positive nature of my hometown experience would give me a positive opinion of making a friend in this category. I think reconnecting with somebody would bring back positive memories of growing up and what we did there. Honestly I think that would be a great thing and I would recommend people to do it based upon my own experience. However, I would agree with you on definitely a, a few things but mostly on the on the effort level. As you grow away from your hometown, the effort level increases drastically to keep things together, to plan trips, to meet up, to organize anything together, you know, is is incredibly difficult. So the effort level is definitely the highest issue with keeping a hometown friend. Uh, but as far as reconnecting or making somebody, you know, a, a new friend at your hometown, I would definitely endorse it. Funny enough, some of my really good friends now, I actually like hated back in the day. I mean, we were like not friends at all. But as we became adults and reconnected, we realized we had way more in common than we ever thought. So one of my really good friends now, we were both on the same cross country team in high school, but she was a senior and I was a freshman. And she had this really kind of bold, fun, unique energy that she brought. And I was just super shy, reserved, and new to the school. I didn't exactly know where I fit in. So at the time, our personalities really kind of clashed, and we weren't the biggest fan of each other. However, years later, we both realized we were living in San Antonio for a while. And then at one point, when I was in Chicago, she came to Chicago to visit for the weekend. And we slowly reconnected over random hangouts and cocktails and realized, oh my gosh, we have so much more in common than we ever thought. But we also did have that foundation to go off of. So we could make little inside jokes about, oh my god, do you remember how dumb that cross-country meet was? Or... Can you believe so-and-so is married to so-and-so or whatever it is? And now we have a really strong friendship. But again, at the time, we weren't close at all. And I would have really been surprised to see us together now like we are. But we do trips together. Our spouses are really good friends. I mean, they are just a really, really great couple friend in my life to this day. And I see our friendship really being a long-term, lasting, lifetime friend. However, it's one of those ones that really kind of got better with age. And I think it's important to realize that, that some of the people from back in the day, you know, maybe you reconnect and you might have nothing in common and that's completely fine. But you can be surprised, you know, people can shock you. I think high school is so clicky, middle school is so awkward, and elementary school is like, you know, you're friends with whoever has the same Crayola box as you. So as an adult, it's really important to see, you know, who was I actually friends with for what purpose? And what are they going to bring into my adult life? But Ryan, you might have more of an interesting take on this. Would you like to share your story? Thanks, Macy. 
Yeah, as I said before, I have a pretty close group of friends that would fall under this category. However, nowadays we're not exactly as close as we used to be, but even connecting for a short period of time here and there, despite the hard effort level, can be really rewarding, so I understand what you mean there. I do have a good story to talk about uh, in regards to this, too. Um, I had an acquaintance, not quite a friend in college, uh, we were both TAs together, and you know, talked here and there, not too much, but, you know, we knew each other. And, uh, you know, fast forward, end of college, I end up moving to Chicago. I don't really know anybody in the city. Uh, I'm just taking the train down to the loop for the day at work. And lo and behold, I walk into a crowded train car and look who I see. I see this person. So we're both like, wow, this is a true movie moment. You know, the big city, you get to see each other. You know, that never happens, but I guess it happened to us. Anyway, so we get to talking and catching up. And, you know, obviously there was a bit of shared interest at the same college. We're both TAs, started talking about those types of things. However, at the end of the train ride, I think we got each other's number. And to be honest with you, I don't think I even reached out. Uh, I am very bad at the effort level. And at the time, I whatever was happening, I was wrapped up in. and But even for the moment, it, it felt great to talk about and reconnect. And after a fast forward a little bit of time, I think we ended up getting in the same fantasy football league. So we still on occasion connect up. But to be honest, uh, it was kind of a, a moment that you could have thought about and brought back because had I taken the advantage of the moment, maybe I would have made a, a really close friend. But at the end of the day, it was what I put in it that I got out of it. And that was the experience of trying to meet somebody. I think that's a really cool story that you share because all of us can remember being at the neighborhood bar or maybe the supermarket of our hometown and briefly running into like an old familiar face, maybe just someone from first grade or an old teacher or even just an old family friend and just briefly reconnecting, having some funny stories to share and discussing where you're at in life now. So I think that's really cool just to, you know, not always think of hometown friends as some super tight knit, close relationship with this you know, never ending bond, but maybe even just a fun, familiar face to see when you're visiting your crazy aunt for the holidays or briefly back in town every few years. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Would you like to go ahead and discuss the next segment of our podcast uh, where we just explore some of the ways that these friendships can affect our lives as an adult and whether or not they're worth pursuing? Thanks, Macy. Yeah, I think here is a good time to talk about whether this is a type of friend that you should pursue. Like we mentioned earlier, making a friend as an adult really sucks. And you have limited time and resources and availability to, to make this friend. So let's talk about whether you should go and pursue reconnecting with an old hometown friend or uh, rekindling any sort of relationship. For me, as I mentioned... I have a positive experience looking back at my hometown, and I think that there's a lot of shared experience and shared interest when I think of reconnecting with hometown friends. So for me, it's almost like this category is a bit of a cheat code. You're starting five places ahead of any stranger that you would try to befriend. You have a good foundation for that friendship. So for me, I definitely think it's worth pursuing. This is somebody that could be a best friend candidate. You know, somebody that is really there for you. They have a long history there. 
However, at the same time, this is going to be something that does take work. You're going to have to find time to connect up. You're going to have to find time to do things together and constantly pursue that rekindling. Otherwise, you might end up like uh, my story on the train and it might be a missed opportunity. So for me, as someone who looks back positively on the experience, I would recommend reaching out if you are looking for somebody in that category of long-term, always around, lots of things to do, go on trips with type of relationship. If you're not looking for that, maybe you skip on to the next category. There are certainly a lot of different types of friendships that you can have as an adult. So if hometown friends aren't for you, no worries. We will make sure to find the perfect friend for you. But I will say if you want to reconnect with a friend from back in the day, I totally recommend social media. It's quick. It's easy. There's really no strings attached. All you have to do is get a couple glasses of wine deep and just slide straight into their DMs. Say, hey, what's up? I love that fall picture of you and your family. Or, oh my gosh, what a cool career path you're on. And just kind of see where the conversation naturally flows. I mean, they might have, you know, no interest in reconnecting, in which case you just say, well, that was dumb and block them and move on with your life. No big deal. (laughs) Uh, But best case, you know, you might really reconnect and Find the conversation flows easy. Maybe you have way more in common now than you ever did back then. So social media is a really great tool. It's fun to use and there's really no pressure. I totally recommend using Facebook or Instagram or even just someone's old email to reconnect in this day and age without having to worry about how to build a friendship uh, in person or at your actual hometown, especially if you moved away. Ryan, do you have any advice on reconnecting with friends from back in the day? Thanks, Macy. I think you've summarized most of what I would also recommend. The only thing I would add on is to look out for events that might combine people from your hometown. You know, things like homecoming or different things in your town that you can travel back and and really get involved hands-on. But let me actually fall back on something you said. I, I have a genuine question for you. How many times have you drunkenly responded to someone's Instagram story that you haven't talked to in years? The limit does not exist. (laughs) (laughs) So you're telling me that you just get drunk and message people's stories and that's, that's a way that you could pursue a friendship, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that they think, what is this girl doing? Like heart liking all my photos on my Instagram story. But no, I think social media makes it kind of easy to just quickly be in someone's life, whether it's just through, you know, their photos, their holiday pictures, whatever they're commenting. It's fast. It's kind of silly. And as I said earlier, there's really like no strings attached. I mean, there's really nothing to lose. So what, I'm the weird person that like sometimes slides into the DMs, (laughs) you know? At 4 a.m.? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if that bothers you... I think that says a lot more about you as an adult because we're all like on our own schedules and it's really hard to reconnect. And the thing is, is social media just makes it so easy. And maybe it's it's kind of a false friendship because, you know, how much do you really know these people? Um, maybe you think you know someone a lot better than you do, but you're just interacting over Facebook or something. But there's something to be said for that. People talk a lot of trash about social media, but it is a way to, to stay in someone's life and... Just make sure that they're doing good and here and there reconnect. Yeah, and if you're listening, don't judge people for it. Enjoy it. Now, I will say I have one more follow-up for you, Macy. 
How many times has someone reached out to you and you thought they were being nice, but it was actually a multi-level marketing scheme? Literally like every single day of my life. (laughs) No, for real. Like those Christian Baptist ladies from back in the day, like some of y'all really need to find new career paths, babe. (laughs) It's a scam. (laughs) But they make you feel good. They do. They made me feel good, but then it's like all fake. You know, it's like you don't actually want to like meet me at the bar for a margarita. You just want me to buy your skin cream. I look really good for almost 30. I don't need your skin cream. (laughs) So really, we need to keep that energy going, but make real friends out of it. Don't try to sell me something. Just be genuine and have a good relationship. Yeah. Well, I definitely think, you know, being genuine with someone from the past is so important because all of us immediately kind of red flag it. You know, like, why are you talking to me? We weren't friends back then. Or, oh, it's been like 10 years. Like, there must be a hidden purpose here. So authenticity is really important, I think, when you reconnect with someone from the past. And let, like, bygones be bygones and just, you know, enjoy the past for what it was. But if you're going to reconnect now, I really think you have to consider this person, like, as an adult with their own career, their own responsibilities. And it's silly to like have any other false motive or, you know, really anything. I mean, just take it for what it is. And if you become friends, great. And if you don't, then I mean, so what? Move on. There's a lot of people out there. It's a big world. And your hometown is not just your hometown anymore. You know, it's changed as well. So yeah, be genuine. At the end of the day, you should want to make a friend that shares your interests. You shouldn't compromise on any of that. And even though we are talking about hometown friends, this is no longer high school. You don't have to adapt to a social club. You know, be yourself and enjoy making a friend that you think you will have forever. Hometown friends can be great, but they're also totally fine to just say, hey, I never want to talk to those people ever again. (laughs) So no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, I think it's totally fine to say, Hometown friends are for me or they're not. And to move on and reconnect if you think it's a good idea. But also, no hard feelings if you just think, hey, I moved on from that. So we have several other categories of friends we're going to discuss over the next few episodes of our podcast. And I'm sure you'll find a perfect friend. If you do reach out for a hometown friend, definitely like let us know because I would love to hear your stories. And if you send anything drunk and embarrassing, just block them and move on. You can always say someone hacked your account or something. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you guys on the next episode of our podcast. Can't wait to hear more about friendships as an adult. Somehow